Welcome everyone to Life of Wheel podcast. Today I have a good friend of mine, Ronaldo Fulieri, on the podcast. Ronaldo, welcome to the audience of Life of Wheels. Hello everyone. So, bro, um, let the audience know whether they're on a walk right now or driving their car. Give them a little bit of a background of, of your life, man, and your story. Yep. So I'm Brazilian, came to Australia in 2006. Previous that, I was always in Brazil, travel just North America, but my passion in Brazil was fitness and health. So from a very young age, um, I discovered nutrition and healthy cooking, went to the gym with 13 years old. So pretty much my, my teenager days, I was at the gym, learning how to be fit, but also, you know, picking the brains from bodybuilders. And I went to university very young, 17 years old. Um, but my story, to be honest with you, was a bit of a struggle at the beginning. I was overweight. And that's why I became the person I am today, because I struggled for the you know, 13 years of my life. And then I got fed up. I said, this is it. I need to change. So I enrolled to the gym, the local gym, told my mom that was my present in that year. And I never looked back, you know, I, I worked out four hours a day, lost a lot of weight, became obsessed by, you know, bodybuilding, became a young bodybuilder. And then I left the bodybuilding scene to become a nutritionist to actually understand more about health. And then I came to Australia where... I so before, before we talk about Australia, when you were overweight, just yeah. for the audience, because I know a lot of listeners are probably, you know, struggle, in that struggle yeah, with weight yeah. and stuff like that, like... What was your mindset? Like, what were the stories in your head? Like, were you bullied? Oh, what was the story I was bullied, that? but I think it was more my my own, you know, my own mind was, I wasn't happy with my body, but because I was so young, I didn't know nothing about nutrition and right. no one taught me at school, you know, and I wish I had that training from a very young age. And that's my passion nowadays too, to teach kids. Mm -hmm. Because I used to love food. I was you no know, very good eater. I used to eat two plates, you know, for lunch, breakfast, dinner. Um, my granddad used to have a supermarket, so food was never yeah, a problem. Right. And lollies, you know, I, I used yeah. to eat lots of lollies. So my problem was definitely sugar. Right. Um, I used to eat lots of sweets, but also I used to eat a lot of, like, carbs. I was a carbo kid. I used mm -hmm. to, I, I call carbo kid. <laughs> Loved my carbs, my bread, my pasta, my, my rice. So I, I used to eat a lot of them and I packed on weight so quickly and because I was fit, I was quite a chubby fit kid. So right. I never had problem until sure. I got to high school and then I started to feel the pressure of, you know, being overweight right. and, you know, kids bullying you and you don't get the, the, the nice girl. Yeah. And you start to feel awful and that's when I started to really think, oh, I need to change something. So okay. I went to a doctor and... He told me, Ronaldo, like, um, I've been watching you for over these years. He was my pediatrician. Yeah. And he told me, you, you put so much weight on these last few years. Mm -hmm. um, if you continue like that, you're going to become an overweight, obese adult. Mm -hmm. And that was a smack on my face. Wow. And um, my mom was next to me. And she like, so what can we do? And he like, I, I'll suggest you to go to a nutritionist. Uh, but right now I can tell you the best way to do is cut the sugar. Mm -hmm. So I, I left the doctor and I told my mom, can you help me? Just don't buy any sugar. 
And I didn't know the word nutritionist. So I said to my mom, what's nutritionist? My mom like, I don't really know, <laughs> right? So we were so uneducated on that subject. And that was, what, 1990s. And I went home. I remember I stopped eating sugar from that moment on for 10 years. Wow. Until I became 24 when I was already in Australia. Then I had probably a soft drink. But for 10 years straight, I didn't eat much sugar. Wow. I cut soft drink which I still not drinking mm -hmm. and I lost so much weight in that month and I, I wasn't doing an exercise I just simply cut the portions yeah I used to eat in, in little like um uh, dessert plates yeah and I told my mom like whatever I can fit in this plate it is what I'm gonna eat but I'm not gonna eat in big plates anymore and that was my my way to do my first weight loss diet. Wow, crazy! Yeah, I, wow. I almost like I, I was a natural nutritionist. <laughs> I knew what to do. My mom like, all right, and it worked. I, yeah. I lost weight. I felt good. People start to notice. Then I felt even better. Yeah. You know, when people start mm -hmm. to notice, you're mm -hmm. like, all right, there's something working here. And when you were a teenager, you burn so much more energy, right? Yeah. So in two years, I was under control. My weight went down. But I was still not happy with it, so I decided mm -hmm. to join the gym. Yeah, right. And That's cool. Never looked back. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So why? What, tell us the story of moving from Brazil to Australia. So then I moved to Australia, which um, I came on a search just you not know, for life experience, and yeah. I told my parents I will go for a year. I will come back. How old were you? I was twenty-one. Twenty-one. Finished university, so I said I'm going for a year. A year just of experience learning mm -hmm. English. I, I could not speak English. So I yeah, said, right. I will do an intensive course of English. At the same time, I travel, I work, mm -hmm. and then I'll come back and I'll open my nutrition clinic. Yeah. And in the first six months, I just fell in love with, you know, Australian lifestyle and, you know, the people here was very receptive. So I, I said to my parents, I'm going to stay for another six months. Mm -hmm. um, and then I found a, a fitness course which for me was perfect. I had a nutrition background. I always want to be a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm going to do this nutrition, this fitness course. Mm -hmm. It only takes eight months and I will return on my second year. Mm -hmm. Once I finished the course, I realized I don't want to move back. Right. I just want to stay here. Yeah, okay. So my parents were a bit devastated, but you know, it worked to me in a good way. Like I, I had a great um, business back then. I, I was personal trainer. I was doing nutrition consulting at the same time, even though I wasn't allowed yet, but I just started with my own clients. Mm -hmm. And then in, in four years, um, I decided to leave the fitness industry to educate people, to, to do nutrition education, mm -hmm. healthy cooking classes, which is what I do now. Yeah. So that's, that's I had no idea that, you know, you yeah. came over just for a holiday. So just for a holiday, <laughs> just, just for a year, yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So let's let's dive straight into the business side of the the podcast as we cover business, lifestyle, fitness, and travel. So, um, obviously, your first taste in business was it personal training? No, it was uh, hospitality first. When I was at university, I worked in hospitality, mm -hmm. and then I always want to be a fitness instructor and personal trainer because in Brazil, I was always in the gym with mm -hmm. personal trainers, bodybuilders. I did bodybuilding comp, so I always want to be part of the fitness industry. So I decided, you know what, my next move is to become a PT, so I can apply nutrition with that. Yeah. 
and help people you know transform their body mm -hmm. so I did that very successfully I used to do 60 sessions a week um, I used to have a lot of clients but most of the clients were three four times a week with me yeah so that was a very you know good system that I had and I did that for about three years consecutive and then okay. the fourth year I decided to slow down and study again so right. I went start to do um, chefing um, course to mm -hmm. understand more about the, the professional side of cooking because my, my, my goal I was always very driven by goals and my goal was to be a chef as well so I yeah. became a PT I got that goal and then I said next is become a chef mm -hmm. because I want to understand how to put all this nutrition knowledge into practice yeah, right. how can I become a chef that can cook healthy tasty delicious food but with a professional look mm -hmm. because I eventually want to open a restaurant so I thought you know what I'm gonna do that so I left the PT did 20 hours only and dedicated to hospitality again yeah and because I was so good at it I had no problem in finding any problem any business right so yeah, yeah. I found a partner straight away that wanted to do a healthy cafe yeah and he said well if you take the kitchen I'll take the front we partner up in this and let's you know yeah, focus right. on delivering healthy food to the local community yeah and we've been doing that for seven years yeah. very very successful um which our, is obviously the cafe right the so cafe that we're talking about yeah any listeners that listen to this on the gold coast it's obviously based in nobby's beach and the cafe yeah. is the shack the shack superfood cafe mm -hmm. and that's the funny part i used to drive from if you are in gold coast that is barley heads which is one side of the coast to um, runaway Bay which is the other side yep. of the coast so it's about 30 minutes drive and in that 30 minutes I didn't have anywhere to stop to have a salad or a wrap mm. and a smoothie right. because as a PT all the, all, all the time I was craving a salad or a wrap salad yeah. with protein and then a, a, like a drink mm -hmm. because you know it's the most convenient if you're in a car yeah. and I used to drive 30 minutes and I <laughs> used to look everywhere on the Gold Coast Highway couldn't find anything so when I was driving past one day to, through Novice Beach, I saw this shop and it was um, for lease. And I looked to my mate and I said, man, this would be great to, to open a, like a shop there. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I, I forgot about it and then someone leased that. After a year, I went to work for a company that sells Amazonian acai. Yeah. And because I was quite good with sales they like do that part-time see how you go so I started to really enjoy sales and I was doing pretty good and I loved the product which is you know from my country so they said go to Nobis Beach and deliver this box to this guy and um, he has a, a, a new business there and that was the shop oh no way so I walked in I said what are you doing he like oh man I'm completely lost I don't know wow. what I'm really doing so that was that the business part that was my that? business part now right, right so I said to him hang on you don't know what you're doing he said no <laughs> I said I can see like the, the, the shop was empty <laughs> and I said right so what what were they what were they doing what was he doing he was like doing the same super food cafe or just not super normal? food he was doing more like a um, juice bar right um, and then he had some some food, but wasn't the the focus wasn't super food. He uh -huh. had ice cream. He had like yeah, sure. like just a normal sh like yeah. juice shop. Mm -hmm. Then I thought, you know, I'm I'm a nutritionist. I'm fitness, and I love food. 
um, I have an idea for you. I said, how about if I come here and work for you for three months and I show you how can we transform this place into mm -hmm. a healthy place. I have a vision. I already can see this as a superfood cafe. He's like, superfood? I said, yeah, do you know about it? He <laughs> said, no. I said, well, this is acai is a superfood and there is a lot more superfoods. We can integrate into the juices, the smoothies and make mm -hmm. this as a, a, a superfood cafe. Man, it was the fastest three months. He <laughs> loved it. He said, can you stay a bit longer? I said, well, the, the only condition is if I stay longer, I want to be part of it. Yeah. And I'll give another year. And, you know, if we do well in, in that year, then I want to be part of it. Yeah. And that was a good partnership. And we rocked after that. Yeah, right. We became best friends. And from there on, that shop transformed. We changed probably three times the, you know, the, not the concept, but the menus. We just evolved, evolved. Yeah. We refined and found tune. We actually gave ideas to a lot of coffee shops in Gold Coast yeah, because right. after that we saw a lot more. Oh, that's what I was about to say. Superfood like cafes. The Gold Coast Highway is flooded with cafes, right? Right. And focusing more on yeah. acai bowls and juices. Yes. Yeah, so that was the beginning era of acai. So what year was that? That was 2010, yeah, about right. eight years ago. Yeah. That's when I was sales rep. And then 2011, I partnered up with him. So it's about seven years. But the exponential growth of acai and superfoods on the coast, mm -hmm. I think everywhere, was pretty much global. That's the beginning. And then you saw pretty mm -hmm. much every year the trend going up yeah. and up. Wow. And now it's everywhere, right? Yeah. Not only acai, you got superfood everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even cafes that now specialize superfoods, they have some yeah. sort of item that it's related to it. Yeah, right. Which is good. I think it's it's the, the way to go, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, obviously you've you've been in that well, coming up eight years now. Like, yep. where's the vision now in business? Like, are you just keeping it and continuing the growth of it, or are you gonna look for, you know? going bigger, opening up other cafes, or what's the business vision uh, for you? To be honest, I don't think I will go into another business very soon, like mm -hmm. hospitality-wise, I think I'm a bit over it, like yep. it's just because it's so long hours, long days, like we open seven days a week. Mm -hmm. um, I think my next move is to be part of still of a hospitality industry, but in a different way, offering products mm -hmm. that can you know, make their business grow, make people healthier, um, you know, invest on technology as well, which is a, a good um, dream of mine. Health, healthy food products is where I want to go in a way of business now, because it's mobile. Yeah. I can travel doing it, and you know, I have a young son. I want to be at home and managing my business from my laptop yeah. on the phone, calling you know suppliers all over the world, and I think that's more my. I think my, my dream now. Yeah, I think it's a lot of people's focus now because of the internet. Yeah. You know, there's no, Possibly. that is the middleman now. You can literally do whatever you want. And that's what this podcast is about. It's like, you know, there is the brick and water sort of traditional business model is starting to yeah. become, you know, obsolete. And now it's more like, you can trade you know, anywhere in the world. Totally. Like and you can your, reach on your phone. The world with, on your phone. That's, that's right. That's it. Your so. business is it's it's anywhere now because mm -hmm. of the, the internet, and that's the beauty of it. I think the young generation from now on will be 
a lot more into those types of business because it's perfect for the ones that want to travel right mm -hmm. like oh, ourselves yeah. that we want to move all the time mm -hmm. like I'm not considered a nomad but I, I'm not really anywhere I, I come in Australia now but I'm not still a resident here mm -hmm. I, I'm still Brazilian but I want to go to Canada and live in Canada for a while I mm -hmm. want to you know, go back to Brazil I want to move to Europe for a while so I, I want to be able to to trade everywhere I go. Well, let's dive into that now with travel, right? Yep. So, um, obviously from Brazil to Australia, like, uh, what's your travel future? Is there places that you'd love to see that you haven't seen yet? Like, tell us some more about travel. So, I've been in India, which... That's right, yeah. I explored twice, but very little. It's a massive country. I went there for work and it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, the people were amazing. I think that was the best part of India is the people and of course the food is fantastic and I'm you know a big fan of food so I mm -hmm. had a great deal of food there packed on five kilos every <laughs> time I loved it because you know it's so much good food and I learned a lot too from the Indian culture from their tenacity their strength their you know yeah. like their resistance to to I think just to keep going because it's a very tough country very mm -hmm. it puts you in a different perspective about life oh, like, sure. once I came back to Australia I realized how lucky we are in Australia yeah. but also lucky in Brazil even though Brazil is right. a third okay. world country we have a better life condition than India wow. of course there is rich Indians but let's say 90% of the Indian population still struggles mm -hmm. and it is very good for those people that never faced what is happening around the world totally. right? with famine, with um, with you know, with misery, with mm -hmm. with poor life conditions, and mm -hmm. then you come back to your own house and you realize, damn, I have a very good lifestyle. Totally. So now I want to go to probably Europe for a while and explore a bit more of mm -hmm. the European um, culture. Yep. Like my granddad was Italian, but I always loved. Italian cuisine, so I want to go to Italy, explore yeah, cool. it Italy, go to Spain, uh, France, just to explore the food, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm all, all about food, I want to travel to eat. Um, then I can go and take pictures about the museums and stuff, but yeah. for me, it's, if food I go first. to a place, I want to go to the food. Yeah. Um, and then I have big you know, dreams to go um, Canada for probably over a year or two mm -hmm. or more, maybe live in Canada for a while because mm -hmm. that was uh, one of my dreams. Before I came to Australia, I always wanted to live in Canada. And Cynthia is Cynthia, my partner, Canadian, is Canadian, right? yeah. yeah. So we want to spend a bit of time there. Um, and because it's so close to North America, then I can sure. you know, just jump on and you know, road trip to North America. Yeah. And I've been in North America twice. It's, it's not something that I envy now, mm -hmm. but I would love to explore a bit more. Mm -hmm. But I have other goals. I want to go back to my own country and, and do a bit of community work there. Cool. I want to help with my, my own people. Um, and Africa. Like, yeah. But I know once I go to Africa, it's going to be a bit challenging for me because I'm, I'm very, I think, connected to the, you know, I think to the people and African culture for me is one of those that I, I see myself relating to. Uh -huh. So if I go there, I want to go with um, a little bit more maturity to sure. be able to help the people there. Mm -hmm. Maybe open a little 
business there or a school that I can you know help funding but I, I, I want to do with a bit more time cool. to help like I have roommates that go there and help build houses like I want to do something that yeah. I can travel but contribute at the mm -hmm. same time mm -hmm. um, so for that I need to put a business model that I can bring to Africa with me yeah cool yeah. awesome well it's yeah I mean that's why I love to travel it's just to yeah. experience food in your case but for me it's culture I mean I just love, yeah, you love that. dealing with different ways that people live their lives and stuff like that and so you're into photography as well and yeah exploring just, and taking yeah it's fun videoing and yeah, yeah. podcasting and all over the globe I mean that's what's cool um so okay lifestyle now like what's the last podcast with Dave I said like what's what's your ideal day so for you Ronaldo like what's what's the ideal day that you would love well, when my days off, when I have a chance to have a, f uh, a couple of hours off, I wake up and go training first, mm -hmm. which could be anywhere from, you know, like a beach um, training or just go to the bars and do a bit of calisthenics or mm -hmm. go to the gym, which I still love it, you know, iron, yeah. and I still push the iron and I loved it. So I either go to the gym or go out outdoors, mm -hmm. but my ideal is definitely wake up do my, my fitness, come back, have a nice breakfast with my son. Yeah. And then I can work on, you know, whatever I have to. But I love to spend my first few hours of the day with my family. Yeah. Because I do believe it's important for them. Mm -hmm. And then I love towards the mid-morning and midday work on my business because that's where I find my brain really sure. fired up. Yeah. I'm fueled. I got enough endorphins, a lot of good food and body. So I, then I spend probably six hours on it and then end of the afternoon, it's always about, you know, wind down a bit with the family as well. So yeah. before six, I always have this tradition now to cook dinner for my family. Cool. If I'm not at home, I try to be there by six because mm -hmm. I want to make a habit for my son to have dinner by six. Yeah. And then, you know, we don't watch any TV yeah. anymore. Then it's more about to spend quality time. Yeah, because 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, go to bed. So yeah. I'm trying to build like a, a, a routine for him to understand that it's not always about technology. Mm -hmm. Like he has a bit of time on TV, but not after dinner. After dinner is reconnect, yeah. be part of the family, mm -hmm. play together, you know, be playful. Um, he doesn't read yet, but maybe later on to read a book with him and yeah. make him understand the value of you know investing on 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 reading. Yep. And then after he goes to bed, then it's my time with my my partner to you know to have an adult time or to ex explore something on the internet, which mm -hmm. I like as well. But lately, I've been um, all about you know spending time with family yeah totally. which I I missed it. Um, my parents don't live here mm -hmm. and I think I spent so many years online dedicated to other people now I have my own family yeah for the first time and I just I'm enjoying that moment yeah. you know to be a father to be um, like a role model yeah. to, to actually have good habits for myself and for my, mm -hmm. my son as well yeah. which is which made me a better person anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From last year to now, I see a, a lot more, totally. you know, um, values, like some good values building up just because of him. Because mm -hmm. you want to improve yourself. Yeah, so, yeah, that's awesome. So I think from now on, 
my lifestyle is investing on family yeah and make everyone healthy around me yeah I think when when people have children it changes the game right <laughs> oh, totally <laughs> not that I know but oh, I mean, you will but it's, oh, yeah. it's unreal I yeah. think it's the most beautiful thing it, it's um, unconditional you don't even understand what you understand it's yeah, like come sure. from within mm-hmm. you give up anything for them and totally. you put a lot of effort on anything you're doing because you want to make it you know successful mm-hmm. for them so if yeah. it's business if it's your career whatever it takes you put a lot more effort mm-hmm. you, you become more focused mm-hmm. which yeah, is great that's awesome cool cool so uh, the, the fitness side of things now, yeah. obviously, you know, we've, we've talked a, a, little about, a little bit about it at the start. So uh, let's be, well, let, let's talk about the bodybuilding career. Like yep. how seriously did you take that? Like tell us a little story about uh, that. I took series on, on my amateur level, I would say. Like I did one comp and okay. it was very amateurish and... The was idea, that in Brazil? Yeah, and I was very young, and I think the idea was just for me to to experience the stage, but sure. I freaked out, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I realized straight up that wasn't for me. Yeah. I didn't enjoy any moment of it because it was so unhealthy. You mm-hmm. dehydrate your body, you take, mm-hmm. you know, um, take all sorts of things to, to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And I realized that that was actually working out so many hours to have that perfect image of body but yeah. it wasn't healthy at all sure. I put so much shit in my body to be yeah. honest with you like I used to take you know so many different stuff to, to be rock solid mm-hmm. and you, you forget what's really important sure. and then I went there and I realized man this is one day of glory that <laughs> you don't earn any money for it it's all you know sure. pretty much pride and show yeah that's when I realized I'm not a bodybuilder. I am, like, but, you know, yeah. more as a hobby. Yeah. Because I believe bodybuilders are hobbies. Like, the guy that goes to the gym to work on their, in, in their body. Like, you have a, a car, a hobby car that you yeah. work on our garage. Yeah. It's the same. Sure. But to be a professional bodybuilder, I think that's not for me. Yeah. Um, I think it was just a wrong perception. I want to be those guys on the magazine. But then I realized, wow. Even those guys can't sustain that level for mm-hmm. too long because mm-hmm. it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. I think realistic is to be fit, to be rock solid but different, not that level ripped. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Less than five percent body fat. It's not yeah. healthy, man. Yeah. I've been there, it's not healthy. You you have all sorts of complications. I had heart problems, mm-hmm. liver mm-hmm. problems, kidney yeah. problems. That's when I turned around and I said I need to move. So I went to came to Australia in order to make a totally different life change. Yeah. Because if I was in that industry, I wouldn't last too long. You don't see bodybuilders having a, a long life because, totally. you know, it's very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you look most of the bodybuilders in my era that were at the top. Now you look at them, they all have, you know, cardiovascular problems, kidney problems. Um, all sorts of complications yeah. so you look Arnold I love Arnold but he was my idol and now you look at him he's constantly having problems mm-hmm. and people can say oh no it's because of age yes but it's because also what he puts his body yeah. for so many years mm-hmm. especially when he was bodybuilding mm-hmm. so my doctor in that time told me listen I know you like that sport but you're just gonna get worse uh-huh. if you keep going 
I was 21 years old with kidney, liver, and, and heart problems. Crazy. 21. The guy said, what the heck are you doing? Wow. Like, you need to change your life around or you're going to die young. Mm -hmm. Because that's not healthy, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. All my hormone levels are out of whack and my blood pressure the roof and my kidney, you know, um, function not properly done. Like, I, I decided in that moment in that office to change, give yeah. up and move away from that industry. Yeah. So I said, mom, I'm selling whatever I have, I'm going overseas. Yeah. And so you came here and, and what was, what sort of fitness were you doing? Just normal gym? Just normal gym. Training? But yeah. I'll tell you what, I lost 14 kilos in yeah. the first year. Yeah. I came back home after the first year, my mom like, whoa, like I have my son back. Because yeah. <laughs> it was like 80 kilos big, but like ripped and then I came back home like and with a normal <laughs> yeah inflamed full of you know cortisol and all full of water retention too but came back home and I, my mom like wow that's my son right like mm -hmm. you look normal yeah you look better now yeah and a lot of people said the same you look better you look you look normal now yeah cool um so so what were you doing when you oh uh, I did boxing I did a lot of running, I did a lot of weights, but because you're not full on working out two hours a yep. day, you lose size, but also you don't train as hard. Yep. And you, once you don't have a goal, like yeah, you, you slow down on your intensity. So mm -hmm. I lost a lot of muscle. Plus I was working in, every day in yep. Australia. I was always doing some sort of labor work. Mm -hmm. And I worked in construction as a cleaner. Um, I worked into moving company, so I, I lost a lot of weight. I went to the farm and I worked in Bundaberg in a farm. <laughs> so like you didn't eat as you much as <laughs> you sweated out, and you don't have eight meals a day. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even have probably three yeah. meals. So I lost a lot of weight due to nutrition as yeah. well. So I realized a lot in that year that wow, my life is not about my body because mm -hmm. I always lived from you know my young teens into the 21 all all about my aesthetics my yeah. physical body yeah didn't care about anything else all i wanted was to have that physique yeah then i realized my life it doesn't evolve around my body yeah or i don't live just to eat mm -hmm. you know what i mean I, my, because everything i used to think is like where is my food my meal my next meal my next move was always about food yeah when you are bodybuilding mm, yeah you leave home with five meals in your bag <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you eat the whole day it was boring right yeah so i realized i like, mean the one thing i love about bodybuilders and stuff is just their pure dedication like that's right they're very disciplined that's what i love and that's what it. you learn about this sport yeah sacrifice discipline dedication strength of mm -hmm. character yeah. you build a lot of strength of character when you're oh, bodybuilding yeah, yeah. you you have to go through you know your your addictions in a way like if you addict to carbohydrates sugars or everything you alcohol you gotta cut down mm -hmm. you gotta be really clean mm -hmm. it's a good good thing but then there is the totally opposite which is once you finish the comp yeah if you don't you have another goal yeah you go blow out blow out big blurred pizza and mm -hmm. alcohol binging so after doing a big diet i used to go and have massive binge 
and that's when I got caught into binge eating. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. became like a yo-yo, like right. where I used to diet and then go and put five kilos in a week just because I used to eat so much. Yeah, yeah. Because I was depriving my body from sure. so much food. Mm-hmm. So I used to eat a lot more carbs and no joke, I think the worst I did was five kilos in t- three days. <laughs> a lot of water, right? But yeah, of course. I don't imagine yeah, right. that in my psychological I was yeah. pretty unhealthy. Yeah, totally. Because then I went to the gym and tried to lose all that yeah. in a week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was always back and forth. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing? What's your fitness re- regime at the moment? You mentioned calisthenics. Or, yep. You know. So I try to work out four or five times a week. Yep. Um, 45 minutes to an hour. I work anywhere from, you know, home for example on Tuesday I did body weights and I have a couple of um, dumbbells I just did body weights mm-hmm. like lunges squats push-ups like in a circuit like yep. pretty much what you do at yep. the gym mm-hmm. um, did like Tabata yeah which I learned recently I love it 20 30 minutes Tabata yeah hard as hell for those who are listening Tabata is 20 seconds on 10 seconds off yep. usually eight rounds yeah good so I do, a, I do a super Tabata, which is 40. Oh, cool. And 10. You're giving seconds. me ideas now. Yeah. <laughs> so they call super Tabata. I do yeah, right. 40 seconds and then 10 seconds. Wow. Off. And it's super hard. Yeah. So it's a lot more difficult because you don't have that second, yeah. you know, 10 seconds rest. rest. Yeah. Um, and then I do weights twice a week, three times a week, which I like still. Yeah. Just to build up a solid muscle, like especially squats. Um, bench press and things like that mm-hmm. but then calisthenic for me is just fun I just yeah. go to the beach try to just work on the abs yeah. it's pure decor sure. so which for me it's it's hard too because it wasn't the strongest part of my body still not but I do like the challenge so I learned with a mate of mine calisthenics and you know we go to the beach and we smash few sessions there yeah. um, but then I try to like car- cardio for me it's hard because the best cardio for me is outdoor yeah. And sometimes I don't have the time to go. I wake up 4.30, 5 o'clock, and then I'm out of the door by yeah. 6. So I have to find something that's short. Yeah. So I can't go to the beach and do all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why I do indoors and I do it at home. Mm-hmm. But on the weekends, I try to go for a swim, for a pedal, surf if I can, which I haven't in a while. Yeah. Um, and I love capoeira, which is Brazilian mm-hmm. martial arts. Um, and simply just playing with my kids, man, yeah. because kids don't stop. Yeah. You'd sweat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you got, like, for 2018, have you got any fitness goals at all? Or? Man, this year I promised myself I want to go back into my best shape. Okay. So, I'm working at this quarter, which is pretty much now on. So, the first three months was pretty much. Uh, getting my back sorted yeah so i worked a lot on light weights and flexibility okay. um, and a lot of circuits so it worked now i'm on strength so this quarter until probably june uh, july i'm just on strength so i'm pushing heavy weights eating really healthy but at the same time i want to just make my muscle really strong and solid because mm-hmm. then from july onwards i want to work pretty much on just cardio to get my body very agile and get very fit for summer yeah. but that's when I'm gonna work more into capoeira okay. calisthenics yeah but at the moment I'm trying to get my back um, very like strong mm-hmm. so I'm doing a lot more 
rehab exercise, but at the same time putting a lot more effort on back, um, legs exercise, flexes, like hip flexors for me was a big challenge. Yeah, me which too. is Yeah, so it's to work, and glutes. Yeah. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> that's to fix my back. So yeah. Not really much top heavy weights, but sure. more on on the lower body. Yeah. And try to activate my glutes and mm -hmm. my hamstrings. It's my hamstrings too strong, so I have to. Yeah, so a lot of people that is the case. They don't know how to switch on their glutes, but their hamstrings fire every fire. time. Fire. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to work on the glutes. So I'm doing a lot of lunges, but also a lot of stretch in between. Yeah. It's working good. My back is not bad at all. Okay. And um, I I believe it's been the best in three months but that because I put a lot of you know effort on the first quarter of the year yeah but now I, I feel like I want to go into heavyweights mm -hmm. which I love it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool all right well thank you so much for being on thank the you, podcast everyone. and how can people reach out to you bro so um best way is through social media which is Ronaldo Fulieri my Instagram or Ronaldo's Kitchen which is the name of my business and my book which is in both um, Instagram and, and Facebook. Otherwise, go to ronaldofulieri.com, which is my website. Yeah. Um, and if you are in locals, come to the you know the Shack Superfood Cafe and Nobby's Beach. Nobby's Beach. I'm there most of the days. Yeah. I would love to say hi. And so your two um, cooking books, yep. uh, obviously all to do. With, let's just quickly talk about them because they yep. are fantastic books. Yeah. Obviously, so but they're slightly separate, different in, yep. in content. So the first one you brought out. The first one I brought out was in 2011, which was all about lunch and dinners because I realized all that recipes I used to do for myself was super easy to put together mm -hmm. and all my clients loved them I used to share them while I was doing personal training so one of the ladies said why you don't put a book together mm -hmm. so that was my first book and then three years later I did my second which is similar which is focused on healthy food but then the second is more into smoothies desserts snacks and breakfast so yeah. it, it complements each other um, it's a trilogy, so I'm working on my third, mm -hmm. which is next year, and the third is going to be about, um, very interesting, going to be about keto food, going to be about vegan and vegetarian. Awesome. So it's going to be totally opposites, which is yeah. one is high on fats and, and, and animal protein as well, and then the other side of the book is vegan, vegetarian. So cool. very contradictive, but... Same time, it's good for those people who want to learn more. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Yeah. So on ronaldofulieri.com, uh, Fulieri spelled F-U-L-L-E-R-I? Just one L. F-U-L-I-E-R-I. Okay, awesome. Get the book, guys. They're fantastic for the family and yourself. So thanks, bro, so much for your time. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing your journey. Cheers. <laughs>